people heading back to school and work right now. Some of my kids were up every single morning at like 6.30. Now I can't even get them out of bed right now. <laughs> right, right. Yep. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. after 7, January 2nd, 2024, as we have widely noted on the program, not big fans of the National Day, National Do This Day, Walkie Dog Day, Drink This, Do That. Every day is some type right. of National Day. Yeah. However, occasionally we have an exception sure. in publicizing the National Day, and today's National Day holds a great deal of significance here in Wisconsin. Who doesn't love like taking like a whole pile of cream and just scooping it up and eating it, right? And that's what we got with the cream puff. That's what we got with the cream <laughs> puff. It is National Cream Puff Day. Wisconsin State Fair using it to kick off what they're calling the 100th anniversary celebration of original cream puffs. Ah, okay. They say first time at the fair that they did like the whole, what do they call it? The Wisconsin Cream Puff Bakery. Launched in 1924 no at the fair. So 100 years of that. And they're using it to kick off what they're calling this anniversary celebration of the cream puff from the fair. This year is sure to be filled with delicious surprises. See what they yeah, did there? I caught that, yeah. Time-honored traditions and a few messy faces as fairgoers indulge in this Wisconsin staple. They can expect fun, new flavors, and exciting events ahead. That I'm going to feed on it. 100 years of baking and serving cream puffs. So among the events to highlight this year... I think this is new. Have we done St. Patrick's Day cream puffs before? Uh, I don't think so. We did like a fall harvest pumpkin, yeah. right? Little minty we did a, yeah, cream in the middle. One. That'd yeah. be all right. They have not said exactly okay. what it's going to be. It sounds all right, though. Bailey's. Ooh, oh, hello. yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're on top of that, Deb. It has to <laughs> be, all right? The incredible flavors will be announced at a future date, so mark your calendars for March 15th through the 17th of 24. Watch for more details regarding this limited-time okay. drive through event. You've mentioned Valentine's. I feel like Did that's we, right. Yeah, Didn't right. we do a Valentine's? Not this, it's not among those that they mentioned. That's not to say they're not going to. Mm -hmm. They've had a good run with those, The where you just pull up and you pick them up yeah. and drive off. Why, we, why do we have to wait idea. till August, yeah. right? Fantastic Also idea. today, Wisconsin State Fair will be giving away 10 vouchers for a free six-pack of Puffs that you can redeem at this year's fair. Details on that promised on the original Cream Puffs Facebook page, though I had not seen, I checked that earlier, it wasn't up yet. So I don't know how they're going to do that, but you're supposed to check the Facebook page for the original Cream Puff, and they'll be giving away those vouchers. Um, the fair, let me see, this year, oh, this is easy, August 1st through the 11th. All right. So when it's August, that's the Wisconsin State Fair and celebrating 100 years of the Cream Puff. The best part, in my opinion, is the cream, of course. <laughs> Sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Bob Brainerd. The Packers into 2023 on a high note, beating the Vikings on New Year's Eve to keep playoff hopes alive. Now with a win in 2024, Green Bay can punch a postseason ticket without any help from anybody else. We also understand what we have in front of us, and it really means nothing unless we take care of business next week. And in Lambeau, we were in a similar situation a year ago and, and couldn't get it done. So um, we know it's going to be a tremendous challenge. I think Chicago is as improved as any team. You guys remember last year, right? Remember, remember what yeah, happened well, last right. year? Right, I feel like we saw this movie last year. I didn't like how it ended. Yeah, and so the, so the Bears... <laughs> Be wary of the Bears. They have nothing to play for, but 
they would love to beat Green Bay and knock them out of the playoffs. Just saying. Just saying. A uh, disappointing finish to a disappointing season for the Wisconsin Badgers. They played well at times yesterday, but caved down the stretch to lose their bowl game in Tampa to LSU 35-31. This hurts. I think we had every opportunity. Our guys did about everything they could to put us in a position that uh, that this is what we wanted. We wanted an opportunity to get this thing to the fourth quarter and uh, find a way to finish. And that's probably been as big as our Achilles heel uh, all year. You know, starting fast was one of those things that we hadn't done well all year. Um, and finishing is the other one. That's Luke Fickle. Wisconsin Hoops is back on the court tonight. A Big Ten matchup with Iowa. Tip-off is 6 p.m. at the Kohl Center in Madison for the 9-3 and Wisconsin Badgers. The Bucks. They have a way of wasting the best of the Greek freak efforts against Indiana in particular. Did it again last night in a 122-113 loss at home to the Pacers. A Giannis triple-double, not enough. But again, you know, their, their bench was, you know, they were phenomenal um, uh, tonight. But we got a quick turnaround, and uh, we'll make our adjustments and watch the film and get ready. Um, for the next game. Yeah, and the next game will be tomorrow night. Same teams in Indianapolis, Pacers and Bucks. The Bucks of their nine losses, three of them have now come against the Indiana Pacers. I feel like we've seen a lot of the Pacers lately. Yeah, they're... Uh, yeah, the in-season tournament, and then right after that, we had them at our house and took care of it. Right, and now you've got basically a back-to-back, you know, couple days apart, so uh, got a chance to turn it around. That's but, fine, uh, I like that. Look at your tape or your film or whatever you want to say and, like, fix it. That's that's the plan. <laughs> that's a good plan. 718 on Wisconsin's Morning News. We'll talk live with Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnanski next. Let's get the rest from Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnanski joining us live in the new year. Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year. I love it. ACDC to get us going. Huh? <laughs> I need that this morning. I need that. <laughs> Greg Pancake Hill, producer of the program on that walk-up music. You had some uh, steaks on the grill for New Year's. I did, yeah. Did, we, is that family New Year's? You guys hang out, do stuff with the kids? We did. We had my neighbor over, uh, and he has he has a kid, uh, a son uh, my kid's age, so the kids play, and uh, we had some adult time, grilling, having some champagne, and Made it to the made it to the East Coast New Year. There you then we go. call it a night. That's it. <laughs> you, I I don't think I beat you. I've, I'm I'm told I didn't see a lot of the second half of the Packer game. We didn't go. I'm like I don't want to go anywhere. I want to watch the game. Whatever. <sighs> Out. No, you didn't miss much. That Nashville, the uh, Central Time Zone New Year's Eve celebration in Nashville was uh, was weak. <laughs> it was not, not worth not worth waiting for. Oh god. <laughs> it was. I mean, we had a great evening. Steaks turned out good. Everything was great, um, and yeah, it was it was just a fun. I think we've all we're probably all in the same boat with this. Where like back in the day, maybe you, maybe you thought about making like a really nice reservation somewhere or doing doing something big, but just not worth it on New Year's. It's just not <laughs> right. So I've, I'm looking at your uh, look at the five day here from uh, TMJ four, and I've got high temperatures not touching forty for the week and pretty quiet weather. What's going on? Yeah, it's it does look like a boring week. I mean, there's there's no big storm systems this week. Um, temperatures are relatively you know close to average, but still a little above average. The average high for today is 32, um, and I think we'll be you know above that for high temperatures most of the week. But but no more you know 50s and and stuff like that. So no huge temperature fluctuations. Um, no big storm systems. 
today we get a little bit more cloud cover this afternoon, and there might be a few flurries or even a little freezing, sprinkled, drizzly stuff inland. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I wouldn't be too concerned about it. So what's going on next week? I know it's it's a long ways out, but something you're tracking that might percolate next week sometime? Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, next week definitely um, – well, first off, we start noticing um, – you start looking at the upper levels, whereas right now if you look at the jet stream and you look at all the, you know, the temperatures and stuff – uh, everything is flat. So that basically means quiet weather. But next week we start to notice troughs and ridges, up and downs and stuff like that. And what that does is that opens things up for storm systems to develop. And um, it does look like Tuesday is the day to really watch. Um, there's right now both models, European and GFS, bring a strong storm system into the Midwest. So um, but still, yeah, you're right. We're we're over a week away, so as far as like exact tracking and timing of that is is way too far. But it's definitely snow lovers. Uh, your your hope is is next Tuesday. Cold enough though overnight, like the local hills and stuff like that. They can make snow now, right, Niz? And oh, yeah. expect they, for it to hang around. Yeah, they had a pretty brutal stretch though leading up to um, Christmas, um, where um, you know they there was several nights where it didn't even get close. To being able to make snow and i know a lot of places ended up having to you know be closed for part of the winter break which is kind of a big money maker for them so they've had a tough go uh but yeah you're right now moving forward um we we have lows you know in the 20s um which should be just fine for them to make snow so niz sunday packers bears lambeau field 330 kickoff uh shouldn't be horrible right no uh i like low 30s quiet mostly cloudy just kind of a blah uh day uh very similar to what we had yesterday so i mean when you think about january football bears packers last game of the year i mean their negative territory certainly isn't out of question and we won't be there so, uh, we were just talking about that the i was at the lambo leap game the original lambo leap game my wife and i went well then then girlfriend now wife so that worked yeah, well, uh, there you go. Worked out, huh? yeah okay. at, at the time though niz <laughs> i think it was reported third coldest kickoff in lambo field history it was like three yep. and you know I, I i like a good snow game but there's just no value in the super cold game like that no. <laughs> i'm sorry and i think we found out too that like you know there's a lot to be said like oh us packer you know we will will be better and we'll be tougher. Yeah, right. We're used to it. The way team. Like when it's like minus 30, like that's brutal for everybody. Like, I, don't, <laughs> like, I mean, that's, that, I don't think there's really anybody out there going, Oh yeah, I got the tougher skin. I know how this feels. You know, I think about, I think about the Packers giants. Uh, was it two, 2007? Yes. Uh, when, oh, yeah. Yeah. All I can and, ever and think that, of is Coughlin's face, the coach of the giants, his, oh, his face, big red nose. <laughs> oh, so brutal. And, and like, that was one of those games where, yeah, all the chatter was, yeah, we should be able to handle this better and stuff. No, we look colder than all hell, man. It was so bad. <laughs> My enduring memory of that was was Favre with the hand warmers, putting them in his face and, like, trying to stuff them in his little hoodie that he had on yeah. or whatever. Oh, he oh, he looked old in that he game. old and cold. <laughs> yeah, that was not a good one. And then, and then let's not talk about what happened to Favre the next couple of years with that. Thereafter. All right, my friend. Uh, well, here's to getting some snow because, yeah. look, if I can't yeah, golf, it might as well snow. Break. I'm sure a lot of people heading back to school and work right now. Some of my kids were up every single morning at, like, 6.30. Now I can't even get them out of bed right now. First <laughs> right, right. Yep. Unbelievable. All right, we'll see you guys. Take care, bud. 727 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Triple-double from Giannis, not enough. Do the Pacers have our number? Bob Brainerd's got sports at 745.
Did you see the video from the Beverly Hills 90210 actor? Yeah, 90210 guy is getting like ravaged by bikers. Yeah, Ian Ziri now speaking out after being attacked on a L.A. street on New Year's Eve. So this is a guy, who did he play? Play Steve, I think. Was that the name of the actor he played? He was the blonde, good-looking dude who was well, on that, 90210. Who wasn't <laughs> right, blonde and good-looking? a lot show, of guys. Right? So all of them. <laughs> but for basically. the Burnettes, who are also good-looking. Yeah, so Z- TMZ's got video of him getting out of his vehicle and like getting attacked by several guys on minibikes. Like, I guess this is a thing. They drive these little mini bikes around, like kind of surrounded his vehicle. He, he's not innocent in this. I mean, he does get out and push a guy, but then they, when all they said like, he, did him. he hit one of the bikers? Like, but it, it's one of these things where like, if, if you're, if you're siding with the driver in the vehicle, not the bikers, you're like, it's like surrounded by these mini bikes yeah. and, ring, 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 and he's like, just trying to drive. Yeah. So then he gets out to assess the damage. He says on his vehicle, he kind of gets in a. Physical altercation. Zeering now saying on Instagram, I am relieved to report that my daughter and I are both completely unscathed. But the incident has left me deeply concerned about the growing boldness of such groups. This situation highlights a larger issue of hooliganism on our streets and the need for effective law enforcement responses. When you watch the video, it almost appears as if they couldn't. You know, they're waiting for someone to, like, lash out at them. He gets out of his vehicle. Right. Then all of a sudden, here they all come. They, like, swarm on him. Oh, oh what's this? Oh, oh we got a problem. Oh, I mean, yeah, one guy drives it, hits him with his mini bike, his little mini scooter. It's not a scooter. It's a motorcycle, but there's just smaller. Like, hits him, and then he kind of runs. He's pushing. He's running away from him. The guy's 59 years old, this actor. Held his own pretty good. Yeah. Right? So, luckily, he and his daughter, who's, like, 12, are okay. And, yeah, that's super scary. Yeah, I mean, and that's just it. What he's saying, like, all it does is, all they're doing is causing fear. So, you're surrounding this. Vi- yeah. And, of course, they all got cameras on their helmets and all that. So. <laughs> yes, that's very good. That's not that sound from the actual video. That's, <laughs> but that's it's very well <laughs> This news report brought to you by... Steinhoffels, visit them at steinhoffels.com. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Bob Brainerd. You know, the Packers' playoff hopes, they seem to be just a pipe dream just a short time ago. But after a convincing New Year's Eve win at Minnesota, Green Bay controls its destiny for the postseason. Simple math now. Beat the Bears, get in. You know, anytime you go through a struggle and you can come out the other side, you're usually better for it. And we've certainly faced our fair share of adversity in all phases. And, um, you know, our guys continue to fight. They continue to battle. That's Matt LaFleur. Say what you will about who played and who did not, but the Badgers bowl game in Tampa yesterday was entertaining. LSU bested Bucky 35-31 to in a game that the Badgers could have won in dramatic fashion, but instead... Failed miserably in dramatic fashion in the fourth quarter. Here's Luke Fickle. Well, there's definitely lots of things that we can build upon. Ultimately, it comes down to finding ways to finish. And he said that a year ago when I walked in the door here, and that was going to be the emphasis. And, and obviously, we didn't uh, we didn't do as good enough job, or we didn't do a good enough job. I didn't do a good enough job at at. Uh, making sure us as a program and us as a team could find ways to finish whatever we needed to do. On the hardwood, 21st ranked hey, Wisconsin. Can I stop you there real quick? Because I'm not normally normally a sunshiny guy or an optimistic guy about that. What? I like huh. what I saw out of the Badgers, and I feel more optimistic right now than I was 
24 hours ago about the 2024 season, I based on what we saw. Yes, I would agree. It was a frustrating finish because driving down the field, you're like, okay, what Tanner happened? Mordecai, here we go. Yeah, it just the last three plays were a disaster. But, yeah, Vinny, I think the future is bright. I think Luke Fickle has them going in the right direction. If and this is what the air raid offense is, okay, now I'm on board. Yes. Didn't see that, but we were chucking the ball all over the field. Guys were catching it. We were scoring touchdowns. And if he gets his guys, you know, because look, he inherited a lot of the last regime's guys. And so now you start to get your guys in here the next couple of years. We may see the, the ground and pound that we yeah, were yeah, used yeah. to with Wisconsin football that's going to go away. So, yeah, hopefully things are Although I brighter. would have run for that first down when they need I know. <laughs> okay, never mind. I know you're, you're just saying. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. On the hardwood, 21st-ranked Wisconsin Badgers, they will host Iowa at Big Ten Battle tonight in Madison. 6 p.m. tip-off from the Kohl Center. Here are the numbers last night on the hardwood in Milwaukee. 30-18-11 for Giannis. He had a triple-double against Indiana, but it wasn't enough. Pacers top Milwaukee at Pfizer form 122 to 113. Here is the Greek freak. We got to figure it out, you know, because you never know. You might see them in the playoffs. You might, we're going to see them again in two days. So I think this makes us better. Makes us better. You know, got to go watch the tapes, figure out what they do well against us and try to stop it. And if we cannot stop it, they'll probably lose again. Yeah, tomorrow night they're in Indianapolis <laughs> like playing that. the Pacers again. I'm not calling them the Pacers, I'm calling them the Pests. They are a pest. They have beat Milwaukee. Three times this year, so the Bucks have nine losses and three have come against Indiana. They, they're pests. They, Milwaukee can't figure these guys out. Better, got to play them tomorrow again. Yeah, this is, it says he has to watch the tapes. Yeah, watch there, the there tapes. are multiple tapes. Fa- yeah, well, there were, watch all the tapes. There were a lot of issues. Figure that out. Thank you, Bounce Seven Forty Eight on Wisconsin's Morning News. At 7.53 on Wisconsin's Morning News, Mark Tauscher is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Tausch, I believe, is in transit, so he is not joining us this morning. He had the call of the game along with uh, Matt LePay mm-hmm. yesterday, the Badgers, with an 11 a.m. kick in Florida. But he did the he did the Packers post-game show, right? On Saturday or Eve, Sunday right? night. Oh, yeah. yeah, then he hiked Quick down turn. to Florida. Yeah, busy, busy dude. So uh, Tausch will be back with us. We believe what pancake he back tomorrow. All right, pancakes in charge of Tausch today, and says he will be back tomorrow. Today, huh? Today, today, today you're in charge of Tausch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll be back with us tomorrow. Give us a chance though to catch up on something that is going to be coming out later today. We think I had heard this week e, but now everything I'm seeing is today. Yeah, but for the Epstein we'll stuff. see. We'll see if that's actually the case. But yeah, I'll, it, it can happen at any time. So there's a lot of uh, speculation that the. The names of people associated with Jeffrey Epstein could be unsealed as early as today, and that could include some powerful people, or maybe formerly powerful people. Well, New York Post had this weekend that among those names who will be um, unveiled today, or revealed probably is a better word, would be former President Bill Clinton, which is probably the least surprising name that would be on that (laughs) list. Like, long rumored to be an associate of Epstein. But the, the list could be more than 150 names. Nearly four and a half years after Jeffrey Epstein died by suicide in a New York federal prison, names of Epstein's associates, employees, and alleged victims are expected to be unsealed in court documents related to a 2015 settled civil suit involving Epstein accomplice Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell is currently serving a 20-year prison sentence for helping Epstein groom and sexually abuse underage girls. So the names that come out today, if they come out today or this week or whenever, it does not necessarily imply 
knowledge of his alleged crimes or involvement in these crimes, but you can bet that there's a lot of folks who don't want their names to be popping up on these that's lists. Not, that's not something that you want to be associated right. with. Right. Anyway. And Clinton has denied being on the island, although there's some that have refuted that as well. The, his name coming out there, I know he's, his, his name has been on a lot of travel logs of Epstein's going back and forth overseas to different places, but he, I believe the, the last depot had uh, Clinton saying that, no, he had not been on the island, but I think there's there's been some back and forth as to whether or not that's true. The other conversation around this was the alleged victims who may have their names right. come out and who whether or not want, the yeah. court would some way protect them. And I think there's certainly an, a public interest in having the names associated with Epstein released, but for the victims. Sure. And even if we're dealing with local police matters and things like that, very often communications, even public public information requests to police agencies or whatnot, will get documents back that have things blacked out or sure. initials right. instead of names and things, and that is to protect victims. I think people could get behind that. So then, of course, another name that will probably pop up again, or at least the expectation, his name has been in the news anyway leading up to this, is Prince Andrew. So Buckingham Palace will get pulled back into all of this, and they'll have to say something or react to it in some form, you'd imagine. Oh, right, this is a family matter. Yeah, yeah, that'll yeah, be the line. Just be right? the end of that, right? They're, they're already ready to hit send on that email. <laughs> it's already written up, right? <laughs> New episode of The Crown. Yeah, right. Oh, someday. Okay. From His Majesty's press office. This will be a family matter, and we'll have no further comment on it today. It'll be interesting to see, though, if, if there is. I, I, I've gotten... I've seen uh, reports of that this is going to be pretty much a, a nothing burger, meaning that there won't be anything salacious that some may anticipate, but others expecting that there'll be some big names that you well, weren't anticipating. Is there, and is there narrative along with it? So uh, is it a list of names, or is it this name may have done X, Y, Z, or whatever? You know, or whatnot, right. Yeah. So just a list of names doesn't tell you anything. Again, to your earlier point, you don't want to be on this list of names in any way. Right. So that that said, will we learn much more about what the allegations are? Don't know, but that could be coming down the pipe today.